Thank you for listening to The Realities of Real Estate with CEO Iris Green. Good morning, everyone. This is Holly Vega with Military Home Base, and we are continuing our series with Iris Green, the CEO of Military Home Base. And we're talking about last week, um, living in Florida, you just never know. Yeah. We always have where the power goes out, um, a storm comes up, or someone hits a transformer. And so all the cable kind of went out yesterday, um, last Tuesday in the middle of us talking. So we're going to... Your kids were thrilled by that, by the way. Oh, yeah, they were just so excited, yeah. And there was no TV to watch. However, um, because Florida is so used to this, we have to come in. It did come right back on like an hour later. But that was a great hour in my household. So we're continuing, though, with ours and the realities of real estate. Yep. And what we were talking about was... Um, new construction yes and we left off right at the home inspection yeah so we were talking about um, how it's important for you guys to have new construction Mm -hmm. inspected Um, and we kind of went over the different stages just really really briefly Um, but dialing back even when you contract your realtor is not legally allowed to interpret a builder contract that is for an attorney that is not us trying to get out of doing our job. We cannot act as attorneys. Um, that being said, builders do not change their contracts um, and it will always be in favor of the builder. So another good reason to have a realtor on your side is that going back to what we said last week, leverage. Mm-hmm. I can sell 50 homes in there. You as a homeowner are only gonna buy one. One. So a realtor is gonna have a little bit more leverage. Um, <clears throat> And leverage meaning, explain that. So leverage meaning, I can sell 50 houses in a year, you're only gonna buy one, who's gonna have more leverage if something goes sideways? Who's gonna have more leverage to get negotiations rolling again? I'm not saying always, there are some instances where the, where the market is just so, um, it's moving at such a pace that nobody has leverage, mm-hmm. <laughs> except the builder because there's not a lot of inventory out there. So it all depends on the market, and that's why it's important to so have a real market. So when you say this, this means when some of our friends say, I got a new refrigerator, yeah. I got blinds, I got my garage door opener, mm-hmm. um, you know. There are some builders that include that mm-hmm. as a part of the, the purchase package. package. Um, there are some that uh, have incentive to negotiate, and so we'll add those things on in the negotiation mm-hmm. process. But if you're in a market that's moving very, very quickly, and this builder is selling out of homes as soon as they get permitted, you don't have a whole lot of leverage. You just don't. I mean, oh, so, and this is something we talked about last week where the land got purchased. Yes. <laughs> so explain that real quick because this did happen mm-hmm. to one of our customers. Which one are we talking about? About when they bought the land mm-hmm. and not even the streets or anything had even been put oh, in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So this so, is all about new construction because, hey, I see this piece of property. I like this piece of property. Someone yeah. got to step head so, before. Yeah, so the permitting process in every district is going to be a little bit different. So it's super important that you work with a realtor that is not only familiar with VA loans, but if you're building from dirt on a private lot, they should be well versed in VA construction loans. 
Um, not that they should step in the role of the lender, but a, an understanding of how the process works is very helpful for you as the consumer. Um, as far as getting ahead of yourself, so if you have a situation where the subdivision hasn't even broken ground, um, but they're pre-selling lots, you want to make sure your realtor is following up on what is going on with that community. Meaning, when are the roads scheduled? Have permits been pulled? We can find that information online, by the way. Um, you just have to know where to go. Uh, so we do the digging on your behalf so you don't have to. And that means on our part, a weekly call. Just like with the inspections, having a realtor means that um, I'm managing, mm -hmm. if you're my customer, I'm managing those inspections. What does that mean? It means <laughs> I am riding herd on your project manager, on your construction manager, mm -hmm. so that I can make sure that your um, inspections are done in a timely fashion and they don't get ahead. Of themselves so if you have a pre drywall inspection that you've already paid for yeah you don't want them putting up drywall before you've had that inspection and that's, that's just really good yeah so going back to dirt building mm -hmm. from dirt yep you still want to have your inspections um, yeah no matter what inspections 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 so typically when you build a semi-custom which is what I find most military families do mm -hmm. um, we don't see a lot of from dirt because it is an extremely expensive and time-intensive process I would assume that would be more for like your forever usually yeah usually those are you're looking towards retirement or you're already retired so most are gonna go with the semi-custom option, um, meaning that it's all packaged together. You only close once, once the house is built. So I do wanna stress, we, we mentioned last time about um, making sure you do your structurals. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Structurals are windows, doors, ceiling heights. I know this is gonna sound strange, door heights. Eight foot doors make a huge impact on your home. Uh, on the way it feels inside. And I, if you've ever been in a home with eight foot doors versus one with uh, the standard doors, you'll notice the difference. It's definitely an upgrade. Um, structurals also include things like floating outlets in the floor. That means that you don't have to run a cord. If you float your couch, you can have a plug underneath the couch. I want a floating cord. <laughs> I want a floating outlet. <laughs> it means gas drops. Mm -hmm. If you know at some point you want to go ahead and put in an outdoor kitchen, you want to go ahead and make sure that you have your gas drops put in because it's cheaper to have the builder do it and it looks more clean. You're not going to have to go through the wall or around walls um, to have that piping and stuff. I don't know if you're like me, but I have a folder. It's on my lap, on my phone. Uh, and every time that she mentions something or I see something, <laughs> I drop a picture in there. Because you will forget and this will come yeah. back. So make a file. Make yes. a file of all the wish things that you would like to have. Yeah. If you want a generator, get the mm -hmm. pre-wire for a generator. The plug's already there. That would there. be a great thing here in yeah. Tampa. And in a lot of areas, uh -huh. especially. I think we've snow, got our, up in the yeah, snow. Up in the snow. snow. Yeah. So those are the kinds of things you want to think about. If you think at some point you might want to add an indoor gas fireplace, you want to make sure the plumbing's there for you to do that. Maybe you'll never do it, but maybe you will. Mm -hmm. And that's an upgrade you might be able to get at a, at a more cost-effective price. And would that be a benefit economy. too if you're thinking about ever reselling? Yes. Those are things that people... Selling points. points. True. Very, mm -hmm. very true. So those are structurals. Those mm -hmm. are the things we talk about. You want an extended porch. Things like that. Those are things that have to be done before you're permitted. Plumbing, electrical, surround sound, all this stuff you want done with the home they, So they each have to have a permit? 
That's well. It depends on the on the jurisdiction. I'm not really going to go into permitting okay. too much because it's such an area specific. Um, but what is important is for you guys to make sure those structurals are in place. So even if you're not going to do those upgrades right now, um, you have the capacity to do them at the most cost-effective rate as possible. So you definitely want to spend your design dollars there um, before you hit the design center. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you... most people do the opposite. Uh, well, well, they, were funny. they, they like go super skimpy on the structurals, mm -hmm. and then when they get to the design center, all the pretty, all the pretty stuff happens. They spend their money there, and they realize, oh crud, I picked my structurals and I didn't put a gas drop. Well, now the builder is going to charge you a change fee, so it's going to cost you more to have that gas drop. Is that everywhere? Usually, usually, usually but you know, sometimes depending on the builder, your realtor can finesse that a little bit for mm -hmm. you. That's I, the leverage. That's a little bit of leverage, yeah. Um, I will also say it is not super... Most buyers don't necessarily ask their realtors to accompany them on the design center visit. Now, I like to be there for my customers during the design center visit um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I know what sells and what is just from an investment perspective, return on investment, that sort of thing. If you're gonna be in a home for three years, you don't want level six granite countertops. Mm -hmm. Why would you do that if this isn't your forever home? Because you're not ever gonna get that money back. It's either you have granite countertops or you don't. So- and most people don't know what a level six is. Um, well, when it's the really pretty one. It's the really, really pretty one that adds $15,000 to your overall purchase price, money that you could have put into having um, luxury vinyl planks instead. So just, it's, it's a good idea for you to have your realtor with you to dial it back. It's very easy to get carried away when you're selecting finishes and it can be very expensive. Um, Often builders will put in there that you have to bring additional cash and be prepared to write a check at the design center. Okay. Yeah. So if you go $100,000 over, you're probably going to write a check for fifty or $60,000. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because the house still has to appraise. And if you do do that, call me because I want to go with you to see all the pretties <laughs> you got. They have some gorgeous <laughs> things that you can do. Just you need to decide if this is your forever home or if this is your for right now home. If it's your for right now home, really dial back the finishes and determine what can be done after the home is finished. We should go to Congrats. a design ship place. Like a design say, Yeah, let's do it. We can do that. Yeah, and talk yeah. to them. So that way we can say like, hey, maybe this is a better choice. This would be Holly's foo-foo choice. <laughs> well, but see, that's also mm -hmm. market specific. Mm -hmm. So there's some parts of the country where the browns, the brown color schemes are starting to come back. In our area, the grays are still very strong. strong. That's going to affect your finishes. Mm -hmm. And the cost of the finishes, because painted cabinets are usually more expensive than natural cabinets. Let's go. Let's put the design. <laughs> I'll see what we can arrange. Let's arrange, what we can arrange. But if you're being discouraged from bringing your realtor to design center appointments, um, it's important that you insist that you have that option. Because my job is to make sure you don't go too crazy over budget and spend a lot of money you don't need to spend to get the look you're after. So maybe when you have a realtor, these are questions that you should be asking. You should absolutely ask. Absolutely mm -hmm. ask. So... Your design center, everything. So the final walkthrough, mm -hmm. I like to call it the blue tape walkthrough. So we have um, in our area, and I'm sure most markets have this, um, you get a roll of blue painter's tape, 
And once you've done your walkthrough, your final walkthrough with your inspector, that means they're going through and they're, they're picking apart the house of all the little things. Every builder contract has a margin for error. What does that mean? They're allowed to make errors up to a certain percentage of the installation, paint, all this, of various items. And that is disclosed usually in your contract. So when that happens, um, your realtor will go with you to your final walkthrough. We will tag things. They usually hand me a whole roll of blue tape because I'm known to be really, really stickler. Odds are they're going to fix everything. Sometimes they don't. It's up to so you. Legally, they do not have to fix everything? If it's within a certain margin. Okay. So if you so see find a out what that margin Find is. out what that margin is. So, well, they'll tell you. <laughs> when you're doing the walkthrough and you call them on some imperfections, they will tell you, oh no, that's within the margin of error. So for example, where I see that a lot is in grout lines. If there are crooked tiles. If tile, certain tiles are raised a little higher than others, that sort of thing. So how do you find out what those margins are for your area so well you it's not your area it's not in your contract it's builder specific so each builder has a certain margin so there's not like a standard yes. there's not a they may have an industry standard but i would not rely on that i would go into the contract because the contract is what you're bound to. so if you're thinking about building mm -hmm. um picking that perfect property making sure that the roads and everything and having a realtor that goes back mm -hmm. and make sure that this is keeping updates so that the land that you originally wanted doesn't get marginally smaller right well it can't I mean, it usually can't can. get i know i know what you're dialing about yeah. but we can't go there we can't go because okay, that's, <laughs> that's yeah we can't go there um if they change the lot that's leverage okay if they change the dimensions of the lot that's leverage if they've moved so, the lot because there was a there was a shift in coding or in building code in in neighborhood code whatever if there was a shift there that's an opportunity for leverage okay. so it's up to your realtor to know where the opportunities for leverage are and then go from there yeah and i will say the more productive the agent the more leverage they're going to have so that's why it's so important finding yeah. the perfect realtor for you yeah. and then inspections even though it's new property, mm -hmm. you should still have them, yeah. inspections. Yes, inspections on absolutely. every single thing. Then you also want to talk about the the windows and the door sizes. And hey, you got I'm thinking about this eight foot door now. I need to go somewhere. Should you can it. you can? Because I have I have standard here. Yeah. There's no eight foot. Eight, eight foot doors yeah, are not absolutely people, so. beautiful, and it's an instant luxury upgrade for your house. And it's usually pretty pretty affordable um, for here. I want to say most builders, it's anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars, and they usually that. only do it for the first floor because the second floor usually has slightly lower ceilings. At least in our market, that's the way it is. But um, those eight foot doors are a really nice luxury. Oh, so. yeah, have some eight foot doors now. So we got. We'll go. We'll go some models. So, so models. models. That would be. Oh, that would be another little episode. Yeah. That would be fun, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then um, lastly would be with the read the contract from your builder. So read that so that you know what the margin is. Because a lot of people go in and, and look. You haven't seen what those one of those contracts I'm sure it's like, like 20, 30 oh, pages no. anymore. You need to double that. Okay. But yeah, you're looking so at have someone who understands to it to go pages. over. Talk to, your, talk to the builder rep while your realtor is sitting there and ask your specific questions and have them point out where in that contract it is so you can read it right So there. let's add those questions today to this top, like a few questions. Okay. A few of them. Because 
what questions do I ask? Okay. Number one, the VA financing contingency. Make sure you read that. There are some builders that put in there that they will hold you to the property whether it appraises or not. Whether they actually enforce it is something totally different. If you see that, you or your realtor should be bringing that up. There is a builder here that does that, mm -hmm. and every time when I come in the door, they know that that is not going with my customer's contract. It just okay. isn't. Because I don't want to tie my VA buyers mm -hmm. to having to spend an extra $20,000 for a home that didn't appraise. And that's what that part of the contract does. Now, whether it's enforceable or not is a completely different conversation. So you want to make sure the financing contingency is there for VA. Um, the second thing you want to make sure you understand is the timeline for monies. So when you're building from dirt, your earnest deposit is generally a little higher. Um, and there's a schedule in which you can do those deposits. Make sure you're very clear on what that schedule is. Um, Number two, make sure you're very clear on what's happening in the design center because usually you set your budget when you sit down to contract. Um, and that's a builder specific thing. Mm -hmm. um, but they say, okay, you know what? I only want to spend $50,000 in the design center, which I know you guys, that sounds like a lot of money. It really isn't. It adds up very quickly. It, it adds up really, really fast. That's probably flooring, upgraded kitchen, and maybe um, upgraded bathrooms. You can absorb all that in so I, I would make sure that you're clear on what happens if you go over that budget. Are you gonna have to bring a check for another $10,000 if you go $10,000 over? What happens then? Um, and what happens to that check at closing? Because you guys know VA financing is 100% loan to value, meaning that we don't have to pay a down payment if it's below the, jumbo, if it's below the VA loan cap. So make sure you understand what happens to that money. Is it applied back to your side of the table? Because if so, it may be worth it for you to go ahead and, and spend that money. Um, the other thing I would make sure you're clear on is if you have a home to sell. Mm -hmm. In our market, and I'm sure most markets have something similar, so you can kind of use this as a rough reference point. Again, all real estate markets are a little bit different. Um, there's two contingencies that can come into play and it depends on what's happening in your market. There is a home to sale contingency and a home to close contingency. The home to sell contingency means that you still have a house to sell. It may be listed but not under contract or it may not be listed. That's a home to sell contingency. A home to close contingency means, yep, I have a house to sell. It's already under contract. We close in a month or we close in two weeks. That puts you in a better bargaining position than a home to sell contingency because a home can sit on the market for a long time and if you're overpriced, it could sit even longer. So you definitely wanna make sure that that is addressed in your contract if that's pertinent to your situation. Um, the other thing to look at is the financing contingency to see if there's something in there that prevents you from using the home to sell as a part of the financing contingency. And talk to your realtor about that. Your realtor or your real estate attorney, they can go into detail, greater detail on what all that is. Um, those are the big ones. And make sure it's written in there that you can have inspections, independent third-party inspections. If they're not allowing you independent third-party inspections, I think you ought to take a step back and ask yourself why. Mm -hmm. Ask your realtor why and decide if you're comfortable moving forward with that mm -hmm. builder or not. For me, I would not be. So Some people are. Like, Some oh, people are. I mean, there's a, yeah. there's a misperception that, that when you go into a new construction, it's perfect. The house is going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be any issues. Nothing about it. It's got to settle. The house has to settle. settle. You know, you've got, 
as you okay so this is gonna sound weird one of the things I always recommend you do at a final walkthrough is go in put the toilet seat down and sit on the toilet you would be amazed at what's at eye level right there mm -hmm. the imperfections and the lack of attention to detail that happens at eye level when you're sitting and then that gives us the last part mm -hmm. is in that contract mm -hmm. make sure about the what their margin is yes what the margin well to be fair, yeah. I've never had, it's very, very rare that I've had a builder invoke that, mm -hmm. um, and that had to do with flooring, and we ended up making them replace about 2,000 square foot of hardwood floors anyways. So that margin for error comes into play, but only rarely, um, at least in my area. So, But it's something... It's something to know. It's something to have in the back of your mind. Because I would not mind. know that. I would yeah. not, I mean, like, I would think that if you walk, did your walkthrough, that would mean you, that tile needs to be replaced, you need to replace it. Yep. So and then I would be shocked to when say, they said, well, well no, what's your I'm margin? Sorry, and I would be my wheels be going like, what's the margin? What are you talking about? Let's get a ruler out, like, <laughs> right? Like what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so that's good to to know because I've not done a new build. Mm -hmm. So if you never embarked on that, we have had homes, but they've always been already So similar, I would so. recommend if you're gonna have a hard copy of your contract handy I would recommend you have a cover sheet that you've created that basically has all the pertinent information that's most of, of most interest to you on that first page if it's margin for error margin for error if it's um, the deadlines for your deposits but mm -hmm. the deadlines are the dates um, while I would love to say realtors are very and we're all very good about following timelines we live by the contract however there there may be times we have an emergency my buyer's agent had an emergency earlier this year that it, it, it caused her to be unavailable for quite a period of time and um, it we were able to to work it but if you're working with an individual agent you want to make sure you're covering your bases too and mm -hmm. that you're protected as well your realtor is going to have your best interest at heart but sometimes life happens we're people too yeah <laughs> exactly so um yeah i think that's about it the blue tape walkthrough you go through you do it they either fix everything before you close or they don't you get a punch out that says they're going to come within x number of days after um and then when this is all done, mm -hmm. do you get like a certification or something? Is there something that states that this is what's wrong, what's got to be fixed, this is what's Sometimes. Good? Sometimes. Only sometimes. There are some builders that won't give that to you, and you have to go on faith that they're going to do what they said they're going to do. So is that something that you need to maybe put back in your contract? You can't. You, you can They won't change the contracts. They usually will not change the contracts. So you have to run so on faith that they do it, and you have to rely on your realtor's leverage that they do it. Now, I will say a lot of them have a one-year warranty for workmanship. So what will happen is, um, let's say they don't finish everything. Within that year, I would say wait until like month 11. Mm -hmm. They'll come back. You might even want to have another inspection at that time. They'll come back and make repairs. Now, again, going back to the contract, what does your contract say about what repairs they are required to do at that annual walk? So that would be on that top sheet, and that would be that would be on the top sheet. sheet. So yeah. they might say, "Okay, you know what? We so are an all-in builder. We will fix paint. We will fix this. We will fix that." will fix cracked tiles, or they might say, yeah, we don't touch paint or cracked tiles. This is only for structural items. We have a crack in your wall, that sort of thing. Stucco cracks are not included. It, it all depends on the builder. So make sure you have a clear understanding of what that part of your contract looks like. And so 
we're going to close on that note. <laughs> okay. Um, and for next week, I would like first to touch on why then is this a great job for our military spouses? Because oh, we see yeah. that many of them change careers um, from being, especially teachers. Yes. Because it's so hard to, you know, certified. And then, um, well, teachers are so, so, they're just not paid enough for and what I they do. It. So yeah. you see a lot of that, but then a lot of our military spouses want to be a realtor so that they can take, because we're mobile, we gotta right. go, we gotta go, right. and so then we're mobile, so that, uh, a couple of questions have came up as, like, about the schooling and mm-hmm. all that, so let's let's dig into that for next okay. week. Yeah, we can do that. And um, for, the, for you to say... Careers you, in real estate? Yeah, shall careers. We'll talk about those different career options. And, and different things that you can okay. do um, for... To benefit and better yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of opportunities in there yeah. for you guys to do that. Okay. Well, thank y'all for joining us. Um, and that was great, Iris. You're educating thank all you, the time. You. And I love learning. <laughs> and um, on that note, Military Home Base brings you home one, one base, base at a time. time. Thanks. Thank you.